You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. What's up, Funkaholics? We are back once again. This is episode number 25, and this one is a really cool one. This one, uh, I've been uh, I've been watching someone, and uh, lo and behold, I was able to reach out to him and talk to him, and uh, he loved what the Funkaholics are doing, and he wanted to join us. So today, I want to welcome to you the newest Funkaholic to the podcast, Isaac. Hey, how's it going? What's up, my brother from another mother? <laughs> <laughs> doing well man how are you oh bro i'm hanging in here man just uh just excited about all the things that we're going to introduce man all these ideas that we've been kicking around i'm excited man when you brought this to my attention i couldn't be happier dude for real I, I love collecting and i love the world of what you guys are doing so i'm ready i'm excited about all this oh dude we're uh we're we're so stoked especially me uh you know getting you pulled on here and everything and for the listeners for those of you guys who don't know isaac yet you are you guys are going to get to know him today another thing is as you guys have to follow his instagram i'm still fighting with him right now to get a tiktok account guys everything that he does on there is fucking hilarious man and it's it's good material the the message i come across is all love all fun like he says you know uh if 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 you find it offensive or you're not enjoying it just unfollow it's that easy let's get into it man let's uh let's let's dig into this brother so uh so talk to me man uh well let's start with uh with the collector side how did how did you get into collecting dude you know kind of like everybody else it all started when we were young you know kind of like what you said we just didn't know it until recently when all this stuff kind of came up but when i was younger i really didn't have a whole lot of money I mean, like a lot of us, really, you know, and my, my dad wasn't the one to give me, a, you know, money here and there just to go out and buy toys. I kind of had to earn it in a sense. He would make me go out and cut weeds, you know, to, you know, for $5 an hour or whatever, just to get money, kind of earn the value of a dollar. So for me, that value was put into my collecting because as, even as a kid, as much as I wanted to play with a lot of my toys, I actually never took a lot of them out of the box. And when I did, it was kind of, it, it was fun. It was nice. It was painful at times, you know, just because I, as a kid, not knowing what collecting really was, but I did it. You know, it was one of those things where I, I enjoyed it. And I actually have certain toys from when I was a kid that are still in the box, you know, like uh, Tech Deck flipboards. They were the hand boards. So they're not just the little two fingers. They literally you use two hands to, to use them. And not a lot of people remember those. You know, but I still have a Tony Hawk one in the package, you know, so it started when I was a kid, you know, hot, hot wheels, you know, I had those plastered all over my wall, you know, you'd walk in there and you're just like, you know, you don't even have walls, you just have hot toys or, you know, hot wheels going around there, you know, but it, it all started when I was a kid, like everyone, man, and it was just something fun to do, you know, when, when your friends come over and they see a certain toy that you have still in the package and they're, oh, let's play with it, let's play with it, no, I don't even touch that, you know, walk away. <laughs> But I mean, I matter of fact, I was going through my storage last week and I found some Hot Wheels that I still have in the packages too. You know, like I have the whole collection of um, the Fast and the Furious ones, you know, and those ones are running up on eBay now too. But it's like, do I want to sell them yet? Am I ready for that jump? No. <laughs> I just package them back up and leave them where they're at. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things, like you said, man, we, we didn't know what we were doing when we were kids. And now we look back at it. And unfortunately, there's a lot that, you know, we, we regret getting rid of or selling or throwing away because it's like now those suckers are worth like hundreds of dollars. And you're just like, oh, geez, what did I do? <laughs> what did I just get myself into? <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
I, I love the world of collecting, man. I, I do it now as an adult where I actually have money to do it, you know? And I think that's what brings back a lot of the love for, you know, what we did have as a kid or what we didn't, you know? I mean, a lot of kids weren't as fortunate as us to have these things and to go through, you know, the collecting world that we are. But, you know, as adults, we, we respect it a little bit more. You know, it's all love, like you said, man. This, this stuff, it takes you to a different world, takes you out of, you know, some people for depression, you know. I mean, some of this stuff is, is uh, anxiety relief, you know, it keeps people going. Man, I, I love it. it. It's a nice hobby, and I love the, the community of it. You know, I love meeting new people. I would have never known you if it wasn't for this, you know. I collected Funko Pops and went to a swap meet, and there you were, you know. And we've been friends ever since, you know, and here I am on Funkaholics Podcast you know hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) that's cool man that you that you say that bro and and what trips me out is you saying that at a young age you know you didn't want to take these toys out of the box because i know when i was growing up i mean that's the first thing i couldn't even you know i'd be lucky if i make it to my mom and dad's car from leaving the store you know without busting that thing open and you know just getting them you know playing them and stuff i I know my jam back in the day was masters of the universe gi joe transformers you know just to be able to sit down there and play with them and you know kind of make up your own little scene and stuff like that you know when you were a kid it's it's crazy how we you know how we how we look at it then and we look at it now because i mean in a way we're kind of still doing the same thing that you know that we did back when we were you know when we were kids with the you know with the collecting you know because you know we get into those arguments of you know are you a out of box collector or a box collector you know like what is it or you know can you be both you know different things like that i know right now you know just Looking at your Instagram and everything, I know that you do a lot of out of box technically, you know, because of because of the photos that you that you do. Talk to me about those. Yeah, man. The, I, I recently got into the photography about maybe going on two years now. I, I love film for one. That was actually my before Funko collecting was movies and Blu-rays and stuff like that. So I actually worked for a film company here in town for a while. And that, that's kind of like my dream job. You know, if I could pick one, it would be to be a film director. You know, but coming off of film, I got into some photography and, you know, it's kind of sad to say, but hey, it happened. I went out and bought a camera and it literally sat there for months at a time just sitting there because I guess I just didn't have the confidence to pull it out and do something with it. I had these ideas and I had these um, visions of what I wanted to put together, but I wasn't confident enough to just pick it up and do it. You know, and one of the biggest things that I learned now of like how, how my photos come out is because I just literally picked it up in trial and error. You know, some of my photos that I do, um, I'll get messages from people asking how I photoshopped it and this and that. I, I try and do everything practical, everything. You know, th- this last um, picture I did with the, the baby Yoda and the, um, the ice cube pop ride, that was the first photo I ever did any kind of photoshopping where I took something out because I couldn't keep the, the ride pointed on its nose. So I had to have something hold it up and I had to take it out with Photoshop. That was the first time in the two years that I've ever done anything with Photoshop other than, you know, contrast or color with it for the the Lightroom. But, you know, I try and do everything as practical as I can. And when it comes to in the box, out of the box kind of collecting for me, I prefer in the box when I see a figure and I have an idea of what I want to put down on it into a photo, I have to take it out. I have to because it's just, it's one of those things where I can't just pass up because, you know, sometimes it actually takes me a while. I have so many pops that I have ideas for, but if it's not the right idea, I won't show it. You know, I have 
plenty, I have hundreds of photos on my laptop where I'm just like, nope, um, that it just doesn't seem like it's me. It has to be my creation and it just didn't feel right. So I won't even post well when it comes to these, the, you know, Funko Pops in and out. I, I will very slowly and carefully pull it out of the box. <laughs> but <laughs> if I really want to take a picture of it, for me, there are certain ones that I want to take pictures of, but I won't just because that's the collector in me. I'm just like, nah, this one's going to stay in the box. And as a collector, I'll either try and find a second one or I'll borrow one. Be like, hey, you're an out-of-the-box collector. Let me, you know, can I use it real quick? You know, let me get a shot in <laughs> or whatever. You know, when it comes to the photos, take it out real slow. I'll do my thing. You know, I got air dusters and everything. I'll re-blow them off, put them right back where they go. But, you know, with, uh, with the photography, I, I love the thing, man. That That's what really takes me into a different world is my photography. I have a couple other um, friends, especially on Instagram, that does figure photography. And, man, that, that, that they inspire me to be better. You know, uh, one of them is, is Sal. Um, shout out to him and his brother, man. They, they do great photography, too. And when I see their shots, it makes me want to go out and, you know, do something comparable or better you know to be right. honest you know? and i don't i don't think they'd ever get hurt with that because it's like you know i i, I want to be better because they're good you know what i mean like i see their shots with the mandalorian that he does and i'm just like, man i and i have a mandalorian i have the carbonized one but i don't want to take it out of the box <laughs> yeah i <laughs> you know? got so you it's like i want to try and rival him and do it like, like hey man check out mine you know but I, I, I don't even want to take it out of the box because again that's the collector in me but you know it, it when it comes to photography man that's one thing that I absolutely love to do that. That's that's my definite hobby there for either Funko photography or even just figure in general, man. Because I, I do everything from Legos, one six scales that I have, um, down to Funko, man. So it, it's a fun thing. Oh yeah, definitely, man. And then when you when you talk about the Galindo brothers, the WWE tag team, I mean those dudes, <laughs> they're um they're 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 good people, man. Great yeah, people, yeah. and uh, the the shots are amazing. I know one time I talked to Sal, and I'm like, bro like how much do you pay these actors you know to take photos of them and he looked at me like i was a weirdo he was like what do you mean and i'm like those shots look real those are real people right and he's like no bro they're action figures and i'm like what or not action figures but he's like you know they're they're figurines you know they're they're scaled and everything and i'm like no so then you know like i i had to really like you know look at the photo and everything to kind of see but when you're first glancing at it and looking at it i mean it, it just the angle and the way that he does it and then when he told me that he was doing it from his cell phone i'm like dude you gotta be <laughs> kidding me man i'm like what you know what is happening here that's one of the things that i love dude is um and, and I've noticed that because, you know, with the with the collecting side, you know, I, I do a lot of photos with my Funko Pops and stuff like that. And, um, you know, you're you're exactly right, man. Like, you know, you you want to get that perfect angle. You want to get that perfect timing. You want to get that legit shot. Um, you know, I, I know there's times I fight with myself because I, I want to get that amazing shot and I, I don't necessarily want to mess with Photoshop, you know, to, you know, to twist it up and, you know, kind of get it where I want it. You know, I, I want kind of like you said, you know, just, you know, just get it, you know, right off the whim, you know, just straight shot. Do you ever find yourself, Isaac, you know, maybe staring at a photo too long or, you know what, let's start with this first. Give me an idea of what it takes to get that perfect shot that you're looking for, because I know that you've got some photos on your Instagram that almost look like they were in a battle scene. Yeah, dude, when, when it comes to stuff like that, 
that's where I said, man, I'll, I'll, I'll have a figure. It doesn't have to even just be a pop. It can be, you know, I, I collect the 112 scales too and um, by Mezco. And it, it just, it all has to be some kind of a, for me, I create a scene, create the figure of what I want it to do. That's my picture. You know, I may have not made the figure, obviously, but whatever I came up with, that's my creation. So that's why I made it a mineral creation. So when it comes to... Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So whatever... I come up with, I have the idea in my head, like the, the recent one that I did with uh, the child and pop ride, you know, I always, I had this idea. I saw this uh, sign where it said children crossing, you know, and I thought of the child and I was like, well, what kind of pop could I use to do that? You know? And since he has his hand sticking out, I thought it would be cool to have him like using the force and popping the car up and having the car stop while he's crossing the road in this, you know? So, and it, it took me it, as simple as it looked, it took me about 20 shots to figure out how to get the right angle. Although it looks like it's straight across, you know, you have to figure out, you know, the, the length of what you're going to do, you know, what's in the background. Do you want that in the background? Do you want to show more hand? Do you want to show his ears? Because his ears are so wide, you know, they were kind of popping out of the shot. So, you know, do I want to go 50 millimeter? You know, do I want to do this? So it, it does take a while. But I'll tell you what, man, when you when you look back at the shot off of the camera lens and you see that shot, the shutter, just you know, you got it. You're just like, that's it. You know what I mean? And when you go back and look at it, you're just like, yes, that, that's it. That's the one I want to show, you know. And then with me, I'll try to get multiple shots. I usually try to get at least three with the same pop, you know, as, as whenever I'm doing any kind of shoot. So with him, I did that one. And then I did the other one with the, the sand kind of brushing on the side of him. You know, like if he's using the force on that, you know, so just so it, it, it gives me something to look at differently, like kind of what you were talking about, because sometimes I'll go back and forth between Lightroom on two different shots just so I don't edit the same way, because I always try to do something different, you know, and when I'm, or I'm editing something, I'll put it in black and white. Ah, I don't like it in black and white, so I'll, I'll put the contrast up, I'll change this, I'll change that. And it just, it keeps my mind rolling on different ideas and multiple shots. It's like, okay, I, I can't look at this one again. I got to go back. So I'll go to another shot, edit that one for a while, go back to the other one. And then I'm like, yeah, completely different. Change it up, you know, until I get it right. And it may seem obsessive in a sense, but it's to the point where if I'm going to show something, I'm going to show it to the best of my quality and the best of what I want to show. When people see it, I want them to feel happy about it. I want them to feel joyous. I want them to... To, to like it you know in a sense of not not like oh like like on instagram just but enjoy the fact that what they're seeing you know like i want to give somebody an idea that they're like oh because i catch myself doing this when i see somebody do a shot i'm just like god why didn't i come up with that you know why didn't i do that it's just so simple yep. but it's 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 awesome you know what i mean and i want people to feel that i want people to look at my pictures and be like damn that's awesome you know what I mean? And, and I do get those people. And it's actually a nice compliment when I do get those, you know, where they're like, hey, it's a perfect shot. Love it. And they repost it and they put it on their stories. It makes me feel good, man. I, I'm not here sitting to say that I love all the attention, but it's nice to know that other people enjoy it. And that's the whole point of what I'm doing. Oh, definitely. You know, especially when you can say that you inspired somebody or, you know, you get that one comment where someone's like, you know, just, hey, you know, that's an amazing photo, man. Like, or you get the question, like, how did you do that? Because I know there was some of the comments on on one of your photos that I had read, you know, where somebody was just like, dude, how did you get it to look like, you know, the figurine just got hit with a bomb? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it 
it kind of, you know, you can see the, you can see the, you know, the, the dirt or the sand, you know, kind of up in the air and the figurines, like, you know, almost looks like, like you're actually watching a real movie, you know what I mean? And you see one of the, it's one of those scenes, like a reenactment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I definitely know that you can, you know, that you're, that you're feeling good when you get those comments. I know the, out of all the photos that I've taken, like of my Funkos and stuff like that, I know the one that I got the biggest comments with is that Ice Cube Lowrider. My dad freaked out because I, I brought it home. I pulled it out of the box. And he's like, where are you going with it? I was like, I'm going to go snap some shots with it. So I first started in the backyard at their house. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, my mom and dad's neighborhood is kind of old school. And they got street lights. The street lights are getting ready to hit. So when I got that angle and everything and hit it, like it was crazy, man, the way it came out. Cause my dad, like I showed him the photo and my dad was like, how did you get the headlights to go on? And I'm like, it's just the way the shot took. And then, you know, it had the street light perfect. And, you know, there was, there was a few comments that came on there and they're like, dude, that looks really sharp. Like you said, you know, when you, when you, when you hear that, when you, when you hear that click or that shutter sound, you know, you, you know, you know, you got it. Yep. Yeah, dude. And it kind of for an example off of that too, is sometimes you actually don't even know you have it until you go to the editing. You know, like for me, one of my biggest, um, most popular ones, it was actually a few years ago too, when I first started getting into it, kind of looking back at the photo now, I wish I could have done something different to it, but it was the James Bond figure, um, pop ride. And I kind of had hit look like he jumped off a little ledge he had kind of the, the the villain in the background and what i did was it was the fourth of july so i got a pack of black hats i put it under the car and i lifted the car up with some rocks so i lit it i ran i hit my shutter button and it just went off and like i actually did that probably about two three times with uh, packs of black hats and I finally got that one shot where it looked like it just exploded right under him and the car was about to flip and it literally looked like a James Bond scene and you know I posted that and it just went crazy like um, some of the photography groups that I I follow um, they used it as their next highlight for the next day you know they for like first prize and this and that which first prize didn't really mean nothing it just mean that you know I, I won first but it was nice to get that recognition because I worked so hard on it. You know, I wanted to get it right. I wanted to make it look different, you know, and I, that was one of the ones I did not want to take out of the box. You know, some of these, uh, you know, figures that we get in the mails there, they're kind of like scrunched up boxes because they don't ship it right or UPS or whatever. That one came pristine. It, like the box was perfect. So I did not want to take it out, but I, and I actually think I put it on the caption uh, that I didn't want to take it out. But man, I just cannot pass up that opportunity because I, I just saw it in my head and I wanted to do it and I ended up doing it. And with those black hats and being so close of how I was shooting it, like I said, I just ducked my head and hit that shutter button and you just hear, you know, and it just went off. So when I came back inside, looked at all the shots I took, I'm going through them. Some of them were out of focus. Some of them were, you know, the, the, the spark wasn't right. It, you know, it didn't blow up the way I wanted it to. And then you just see that one shot and that's it. And there it is. Oh. Nice. <laughs> the vision coming exactly, to life. Exactly. My next question for you, brother, is uh, um, so with, you know, with all these different shots and stuff like that, you know, um, what what's your collection looking like right now? Like, you know, what do you what do you have your hands in? What do you what do you collect? So for me, it's pretty much um, anything that catches my attention for one. 
and that and that's like dead honest truth. I know a lot of people, you know, they, they, they have either one specific set that they collect or figure that they collect. But for me, I mean, shoot, I have a, a mini alligator head that I started collecting when I saw it one time at um, uh, Goodwill, you know, it, but it, it just depends on what it is. But when it comes to figures and toys, I either like one six scale, like um, one twelve, or I like Funko figure style, um, even NECA I collect. Um, but off of Hot Wheels, it went straight to um, one six scale. And the reason I started to get into figures in general was I was watching comic book men when I think when it first first season came out. And one thing that they said on there was, I think I can't don't quote me on it, but it's kind of paraphrasing. But they said every nerd comic book geek has to have one figure and they had showed a Hot Toys on there. So after that point, I started looking into Hot Toys and I'm like, oh, my God, these, these are literally the Rolls Royce of figures they do not come cheap so i started to dig into them and looking into more and figures and you know what would be the first one that i wanted to collect what would be that one and the first one for me was at hastings which r.i.p i miss hastings my god but (laughs) oh man you ain't lying (laughs) but I, i was in line i was ready to check out and i looked behind the teller and there was a batman figure that looked I couldn't really tell, but it looked like he was in a Western style. And if there's anything that I love more is either Batman and Western Man or anything like war, you know, style. So I looked at him. Can I see that figure back there? He pulled it up and sure enough, it was a Batman Western style figure. Um, I think it was from Play Arts. And I looked at it. I didn't even look at the price tag. I just said I want it. And he rung it up and it ended up like, I think it was like 80 some dollars. So it's kind of about the right price range for those figures. But man, I, I loved the style. And that was my first figure figure um, other than like Hot Wheels and stuff that I would collect. And I looked at it and I went home, set it up. You know, I bought this cool looking Western thing from Hobby Lobby um, with a mirror in the back and, you know, the Sheriff Star. And it was just a cool thing that I had on my wall. And after that, it was over. I started collecting more of them. I put money into the first um, hot toy, and then it just grew and grew and grew. My biggest collection off of Funko Pops, because they're a little cheaper, is my six-scale collection. You know, I got everything from Hot Toys, Sideshow, um, Blitzway, Toys Era. Um, man, there, there's just so many companies out there that do these six-scale figures, and each one of them has a different style to them, and each one of them has a different licensing. Or some don't. Like Toys R just came out with the comedian. And, you know, that that's, it's not even an official licensing toy because nobody did the Joker. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was just something companies just took too hard. They didn't really like to market it that way. But, I mean, you see the Dark Knight Joker, and that's everywhere. You know, but over here in the comedian, we have these um, third-party companies that are doing their own figure style because nobody marketed it. You know, I don't know why, but, you know, that when it comes to collecting, those are kind of the, the styles that I go for. I, I really love the, the six scale figures. That's sort of a sort of a, a heavy topic, right? Is like NECA versus Hot Toys and, you know, like how you said, like, you know, all these other different companies that kind of do their own style. It's um, but I, I'd say the biggest one right now or 
the biggest topic is uh is neck yeah. on hot toys so those right companies are killing it in the game really like um one one thing that NECA does, um, they do quarter kills as well. And one of the ones that I can literally applaud them for is their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Oh my god, man, those things were awesome. Um, they first came out with, um, I think it was an exclusive at San Diego Comic Con, and when they released those, like everybody went crazy. I I tried, I was at work. I remember I was at work and I was already clocked in. I ran to a stock room to gotta get online to try and get that sucker. I missed out, unfortunately. You know, it kind of sucked. But, you know, um, later on, it, it turns out that GameStop was going to have their own versions of them, and I caught them right away. And, man, like, NECA really knows how to pull off their stuff. They have a whole lot more of horror line, in a sense, if you look at it. If you look at their lines of what they carry in licensing, they do horror to the max, you know. Um, and they also do, like, Godzilla styles like that. Um, but their their Ninja Turtle figure line that they did, they did the quarter skills. I have all four of them. Man, they're just like impeccable, and they're from the '90s uh, figures, so they they just they killed it with that one, you know. But and then when it comes to Hot Toys, like I said, they're like the Rolls Royce of six scale figures, you know. Just when you think that Sideshow comes out with something good, Hot Toys will come out with something better, you know. And it it, it rivals all of these toy companies, but when it comes to me as a collector, it's not necessarily like, yes, I'll wait. Like, for instance, um, the child, the life-size figure that they're coming out with, Sideshow's coming out with their version and Hot Toys is. When Sideshow came out with theirs, I wanted to pre-order it right away. I was like, yes, I want it. But knowing me and how long I've been collecting these things, I needed to wait for Hot Toys. And sure enough, when Hot Toys brought theirs out, they had interchangeable ears, hands, and all these other things instead of it just being one figure. You know, at, at least as of right now, Sideshow hasn't announced that they're doing that. It's just the one figure. When it comes to Hot Toys, and I, I don't necessarily think they rival each other because they actually do joint figures. So it's like Hot Toys and Sideshow Presents. So, and which is cool because kind of like, for instance, I have a... Um, Christopher Reeve Superman figure and it's a sideshow exclusive meaning that it comes with a little extra you know I think it's a kryptonite necklace and you can only get that unless you get it through the sideshow website so they, they do kind of a conjoint thing together so it's not like they're really rivaling but the thing is though is they are still separate companies so if one wants to do a child you know life-size figure they better come with it <laughs> because the other company's coming at them you know what I mean but NECA, I think NECA has the only, like, style right now when it comes to their kind of a, a size figure. Um, they, they just kill it. They get the detail right. Um, the only one that I can say is rivaling them is Mezco. Um, Mezco deals with 112 skills, and they do cloth figures and interchangeable heads. They range from $80 to maybe 100 but the detail and the accessories you get is like perfect and that that's kind of like the yeah that's the one figure Damn. i can say like if somebody's trying to get into this new collecting of figures instead of funko pop um you know start out with neca you got a 30 dollar range to 50 dollar range and then you jump into mezco you know and and those ones are just detailed i have a couple of those um in my collection and they're just awesome you know but um if somebody if money's no object hey hit up hot toys get that first one you know, do your research on it, look it up online. Um, that's what I did. You know, I would go and look up reviews on people and see what they thought about it, you know, and um, 
couple of my more prized ones that I have are a quarter scale Iron Man. And right now that one's going for almost a thousand dollars on eBay, you know, but for me as a collector, I wouldn't get rid of it because it's one of my more prized ones. You know, I have the quarter scale Joker from the Dark Knight that I pre-ordered. I waited two years for that sucker. Two years, it just kept backing and backing and Sideshow kept emailing us. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. Finally, it got shipped. And man, that thing is like impeccable. Tailoring, the clothing, the head sculpt. And of course, I had to be the one to get the Sideshow exclusive. So it came with an extra head sculpt. But man, I mean, when it comes to these these toys and them trying to rival each other in, in a company-wise you know, I, I can understand it, but for me, the amount that I collect, I love them all. I love certain things that NECA does. There's certain things I don't. I love certain things Hot Toys does. There's certain things I don't, you know, so it just kind of depends, man. I mean, I, I, lo- I love them in general, um, and I can't necessarily say, I mean, if I had to, I probably would just go with Hot Toys just because of the amount of detail they put into it and me looking into them and the, and the sculptors and what they go through to put their, their love and passion into them, you see it in the figure. That's for sure. You know, so if I had it, yeah, if I had well, definitely. it, definitely not toys, but man, these, these things in general are just great. They're awesome. Oh yeah. I'm pulling up, um, as you know, as we're talking, I'm, I'm pulling up photos of them now. And I mean, it's just, uh, like you said, the details, they're amazing, man. It's, um, you know, all the way from, you know, just, the the, uh, you know, the, the facial expressions to, you know, the details on the arms, the, the shadowing, I mean, everything on there. I mean, it's just super, super detailed. Um, let me ask you this. So somebody knew like me, if, you know, if I were wanting to get into, you know, getting, getting into the figuring game and everything and, um, you know, what, what are some good places, you know, to, to start out with, like, you know, where, you know, where would be a good place to, to, to do some of my shopping for, for these type of so figurines these ones, um, actually, which is really exciting. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know this now, but, um, I was actually really excited when NECA, uh, announced that they were going to have toy figures in Target. Um, when they announced that, I was actually really excited because I was only getting them really online or in toy shop, um, well, comic shops here and locally. And kind of like we were talking earlier, some of them bump up the prices, you know, a little bit more on the, for another topic. But, you know, uh, getting them retail um, at in Target was awesome, you know. So and then now even Walmart's starting to carry them, you know. And I think it's that kind of because of how pop culture has gotten so big, you know, I think Hastings was a little bit ahead of their time, honestly. You know, and now that they're so big, Walmart's carrying, if you look at it, the exact same figures that Hastings was carrying, you know. So if you want to start on that first NECA collection, you know, you do those kind of things with Target or Walmart, you know, um, even this one shop that I collect on, um, Big Bad Toy Store. They're actually really nice, and that ain't really no plug. You know, I'm getting paid from, <laughs> but... You know, um, Big Bad Toy Store, <laughs> I've shopped with them for years now. They ship very well. They have this cool figure or this cool kind of thing that they do called Pile of Loot. So if you see a figure that you want, you can buy it and then put it in your Pile of Loot. And then it'll stay there, I think, for 90 days. And you can just keep adding and adding and adding to your Pile of Loot and then ship the entire thing for $4. So it's, it's just like a flat rate. That's all it is. So you're not going to get charged every single time you buy a figure. <laughs> You can just keep putting in your pile of loot. You know, the only thing that sucks about that is you'll have to wait a little longer, you know, as you keep 
accumulating your pile, but I literally shipped a hot toy, two NECA figures, three Funko Pops, um, I think uh, a couple of little other figures that I got all for, you know, and, and alone on a hot toy that would have probably been like a $20, you know, shipping. Being able to get that off of uh, Big Bad Toy Store is actually really cool, and they have plenty of stuff to look and collect, so I, I love going to them, but, you know, also... Your, your local shop, man. I mean, I, I love going to comic shops and places like that, toy meets, um, swap meets like that, just to find stuff that it's going to stand out differently. You know, getting those older figures, being so much into these 1-6 scales, I've already did my own custom on a couple of them just by finding things. You know, the last toy swap that I was at, this guy had um, a huge collection of World War II, um, like clothing from G.I. Joe's and whatnot. So, you know, he was cool enough to let me get a bag and I stocked up on what I wanted and I made my own World War II figure, my six scale, you know? So it, it just depends, man. Like if you want brand new, you know, obviously online, you know, in, in-house Target and Walmart and styles like that, which when it comes to like, you know, not necessarily cheap and quality, but cheap price, you know, and, and big bad toy store, they do really good. They don't necessarily bump up their prices either. They do kind of retail for everybody. They, I've noticed that they stick with that method. So if something usually goes down somewhere, I think they notice that. So they put it back at what their prices are, you know, to sell it out at the same price. So it's really, yeah, it's really nice. I think. I got you. So, but yeah, man, I mean, online, uh, comic shop, Target, Walmart's doing really good with those. But that's pretty much where I started and it helps out a lot now. What's, um, what's that, uh, what's that grill that you're, uh, that you're after? Biggie, the notorious big. Yeah. And it's funny Biggie. too because I'm debating right now. It's kind of the first time I'm going to say this. So if any listeners hear it, I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger yet. I have the Paul Gasol and the, um, <laughs> Kobe Bryant. I have those two Funkos, and right now I think one's at like 85. Paul Gasol, which is mind-boggling to me, but he jumped up to 210 yesterday. But I was thinking of throwing those up on the sites and seeing if I can get a a trade going to get that biggie grail. But I don't know, man. I've I've never done a trade like that before. I've never done it with anybody outside of a state. I'm kind of hesitant on it. You know, like like who sends first? You send it. I send it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> Right. You only got yeah, your boys know, here, right? We'll you help you out with that. Up in the Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that one uh, for sure be the Tupac. And then I want to get the Leatherface Bloody Chase piece too. Those are like my top three. Okay. Uh, in the Funko. And, and uh, so for 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 hot toys or NECA is there is there anyone that you're you're chasing right now or you wish you had and the price right now is just crazy you know similar to you know the Funko world because you know we you know we do talk about those grails and price you know because like me and Steve are just going back and forth about that Shira, but you know she just keeps getting higher and higher and higher yeah dude like for me I think I'm good on NECA's the ones I really wanted were those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I have the four set. They just came out with the Shredder and Splinter. I have the Splinter, so I, I guess I guess I have to say for NECA it would be my my Shredder, you know, because that one was an exclusive to GameStop too, I believe, and I haven't gotten my hands on it yet. So that's kind of like the one for NECA. When it comes to Hot Toys, I think I have it pretty set of what I want. The only one would probably be the Darth Maul because they came out with the Darth Maul figure rivals the hell out of Sideshow, <laughs> and I got to give it to. Yeah, because they they came out with one a few years back, which was okay. You know, it was a nice figure. And then they actually redid that figure now that they kind of got their game right. And man, that that thing is just impeccable. On my Instagram, you can kind of see a couple of the shots that I took. That thing looks like photorealist. And then when I heard that Hot Toys was coming out with their version, 
and then there was an exclusive version like a deluxe with his speed bike i was just like oh my god i gotta have that he's kind of like my favorite villain out of the star wars universe is it this uh sorry didn't mean didn't mean to cut you off brother is it this DX16, DX17, yes, yeah. Phantom Menace, Dark Maul? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the yeah, photo right now. One. Jesus. That, that's probably going to be it. And then the, the deluxe version, I think, is going for about four or 500 bucks, which, uh, I, I mean, like I said, I, I put that out for the Iron Man and the uh, quarter-scale Joker. I Like, one of the things, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, is the real estate, man. I just don't have room for these suckers anymore. <laughs> you got them everywhere. Sometimes I got to <laughs> right? put them away just to pull some out and be like, oh, yeah, I remember you, you know, and throw them out there. And, like, I have a lot of the Avengers. You know, I have the, the Hulk that I bought a few years ago when I first started collecting these things. And he's kind of in storage, unfortunately, just because he's so huge. He's he's like the size of a quarter scale um, figure at regular size at 6.0. It, it's huge, you know, and I would love to display him, but I just do not have the room for him. <laughs> oh, I hear you, man. I, I trip out because I watch some of these, uh, you know, some of these shows or not shows, but some of these YouTube videos of uh, these OG collectors, man. And Oh, the way they have everything set up, it looks amazing. It's like a it's like a museum just walking in there, you know what I mean? They gotta have, you know, some some really good money because one, you know, to own those type of figurines, number two, the money on the displays, and then three, you just gotta imagine what size of house they have, you know what I mean? Because it almost seems like it's like one half of the house just dedicated to, you know, to all those figurines and everything. And even those statues, like, I mean, so like, you know, when I walk into uh, Age of Comics and I go to that, you know, the, that, oh, yep. that big glass, you know, display. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God, man. So some of those statues, like, I mean, they're so I mean, they're beautiful. But I the price one and number two, the real estate that it takes up. I'm like, where where would I yep, put it? That's exactly the issue, man. That, that's more of the issue than anything. When it comes to collecting these things, it's like, all right, I have this. Now where am I going to put it? <laughs> and that, that's actually one of the good things that comes to back to collecting like the 112 skills from Mezco. I mean, their price range for $80 for what you get, like that bang for your buck, and they're tiny. You know, they're, they fit right in your palm of your hand. They're just like these really detailed small figures. Mm-hmm. Right now I have like Alex the Large, uh, Clockwork Orange. I have Punisher, um, Freddy Krueger. have black panther you know but and i i take shots with these and they're like perfect for photography they're just like smaller than a like a NECA figure but man the detail of them are just high end and uh they're just perfect for photography and they they fit anywhere like those things that's why i kind of i stopped collecting the one six for a while and went to the mezcos um just because when i came across those i'm like 80 bucks for this are you kidding me there's got to be a you know this, this isn't real for this price and then when I got that first one in, yeah. oh man, I tripped out. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got the the Alex Large was my first one from a comic shop in Florida. He had posted a, a picture of it. He's like, um, I think he said 80, 85 uh, shipped. And I told him, I'll give you 80 right now. And he's like, all right, cool. Shipped it out the next day. I got it two days later. And then I think it was literally the next week I bought my second one, you know, and it was just because of the detail on them. It's just, they're impeccable, man. They're great little figures. Oh, I'm I'm looking up a lot of the photos of the Mezcos now. They 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 look awesome, man. I mean, you there yeah. there's a and really lot of detail in them. them. Like the uh the Freddy Krueger one that I just bought, that was my most recent one. Um, it comes with like three head sculpts, um, a bunch of 
accessories, comes with interchangeable um, claw hands. I mean, it's and it comes with tailored clothing too. You know, it's not like it's the, the vinyl plastic figure like a NECA figure. And also NECA has their line with clothes figures too. Um, but for the scale and the price range of these things, I, it's just like, it's mind boggling. Like, I don't know how they're making money, <laughs> but they do, I guess. So These uh, these are awesome. I'm, I'm looking at quite a few of them. Let me ask you this. So on, on some of the ones that are, you know, that are posable, is that coming from the photography side? Is that something that's real easy for you? Like, you know, you got an image in your head and you pose them right away and then you're taking shots or does it take like a little bit of like finessing and, you know, it's like, oh, that's, you know, it's almost what I'm looking for, but let me do this. And, you know, it, is, it, it, uh, is. is it challenging um, on that end? Because of the fact that like i mentioned i like to do a lot of stuff um uh without photoshop like practical you know so and, and like i said i it's nothing to say anything bad against people who use photoshop because there's some beautiful shots that come out especially in the funko community that i watch man they they you know how to use it and it's not to say that i don't want to apply a lot of that photoshop but for me i just i like the realism of it just being there without any gimmicks any tricks yes exactly in my own style you got your own style um so when it comes to doing these figures and manipulating them it's a little tedious and you know like you said it takes some finesse on them because having to stand them upright you know keep them in a certain position without any kind of wiring you know and it would be easy you know just to pop up a wire with him and edit it on photoshop but i think me personally i get a little bit more of you know more of a rush i guess knowing that i did that legit you know what i mean and like i i performed it and it's a better story for me when people ask me like oh how did you do that and i'll tell them and then you know they're like oh you didn't use photoshop no i didn't i, I used firewood <laughs> you know i lit black cats and i let it roll you know but it's 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 one of those things where yeah. it's a little it's a little tough. It takes a while, you know, because you're you're ready to go shoot, and then you're trying to get your lighting right, and you hit that shutter button, and all of a sudden the figure just goes boom, falls right over. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure Sal would know a lot about that too, because <laughs> he uses a lot of those figures too. But man, it, it it takes some time. It really does. But when you get that shot, it's just it's worth it. All worth it. because when you go back and you edit it and you see it and you see people liking it and you see people enjoying it, it all worth that hour that you spent taking those shots it was all worth it oh yeah i'm uh i'm definitely learning that now like i said you know with uh one of the things that you know that i i really I, I really like and i really enjoy is you know one looking at other people's photography but then like you said you know uh number two is you know just trying it for yourself you know i never thought that i would be taking pictures of of these figuring or you know of these of these pops and stuff like that and then now starting to go back to my old roots and i'm starting to collect like my ljns again because i i found a few of them that I had stored away and then now you know it's kind of created that itch for me to grab those those vintage ones when I was a kid my Hasbro collection is is almost like my Funko collection you know what I mean when it comes to WWE because I know growing up those were a lot of figurines that I played with also you know it's it was always one thing for me to you know it, it's fun to put somebody that never went against each other you know together in the ring and or you know taking a, a a legendary wrestler and putting it in with one of these new wrestlers and you know just kind of you know living out that dream that you have you know when you're drawing it up in your head dude i'm i'm pulling up like a lot of the stuff that you're telling me about that might be my first purchase if i can get my hands on it is from mesco it's the friday the 13th <laughs> the love stylized jason yep. that thing is amazing i'm gonna have to look up that bad boy on ebay because i know it's sold out right 
now, you know, eBay is always yeah. a good place yeah, to I, you know, I try and find something. They don't just deal with the 112 scales. They do with other kind of figures, too. And one they have coming out um, that probably might be my next purchase from them, too, is the, uh, I, I can't remember the exact scale of it, but it's kind of, I think it's like two feet tall uh, leather face. And uh, they're kind of like the Night of the Living Dead dolls, um, just bigger. You know, the, the the scale and the detail on them is great, you know, and they deal with multiple scales. It's not just the, the little small ones, but when it comes to those small ones, man, like I said, they're your bang for your buck for sure. Nice, man. We're going to definitely have to see some of those photos put up on the yeah, on the Funkaholics nice. Instagram. But with that said, Isaac, I think I'm going to close it up today, bro. That is a lot of great information that we got from you, man. And a lot of the listeners and the audience that we're hoping to bring in, they're going to find a lot of that information valuable, man. I'm actually, I've got it drawn in my head now to actually have you and Sal on an episode, man. And I can just imagine <laughs> what's going to be bouncing around and what's going to be going back and forth, man, because the knowledge that you guys have is 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 so valuable man and and it's it's just a it's a blessing for me to be able to you know to bring you in on the podcast you know gather all this information and bro i can't thank you enough man for joining us and uh you know just giving your time and and talking about what we love to do this man i I, like i said i love collecting i love doing photography and just to sit here and talk to you and rap about it with you guys it's perfect man it's awesome so i cannot wait to be on other episodes and just rap about it having sell on man i just i i laugh about it because it's, it's true man we just bounce off each other like i like i said i see his photos and i'm like god i want to be better than that i gotta i gotta do something i gotta up him you know what i mean just because he's so good but um i can't wait man i'm excited and thank you for having me on for sure appreciate it oh dude we're gonna make it happen man we got big things coming like i said you know you help you help get you help light that fire again for for all the listeners man that want to so check right out now these amazing I got photos, where do we find you it's just my my name isaac Hadamil. it's gonna be i-s-a-a-c and then Hadamil is j-a-r-a-m-i-l-l-o uh just kind of basic when i made mine i'm not over here 505 you know <laughs> a lot of these people <laughs> But now just Isaac Hadamil, hit me up on there. Uh, kind of like you said earlier, though, if you get hurt on any of my posts, just unfollow me. That's all you got to do, don't get mad, because I've actually had a lot of people come at me because of some of the stuff that I post on there. But it's all love, man. I just try and have fun with it. I do not take myself seriously. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just turned 32, and I collect figures and Funko Pops, man. We, we have fun with this stuff, the joyous time, especially mm-hmm. in this crazy time that we're in but you know it, it's all fun it's all love oh definitely man I, I just love the community and i just i want to meet new people that's one of the things that i love about this community is learning and seeing what other people do seeing what they love and just making friends like i said man i wouldn't have met you if i wasn't in this stuff and it's just meeting other people through you and meeting sal and his brother and oh man it's just it goes on and on and on man so I'm excited, so I appreciate you guys again. Very long list, man. And uh, just like that, we are out of time, folks. For all of our listeners, we are glad to be back. Download the episode. Hit that subscribe button. Share it with everyone, you know. Everyone that you know that's a collector at heart, let them know about us. We, we, we appreciate the love.